hello everybody, I'm Devin from Movie Babies, joined as always by my friend, Sean. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Sean, how are you today? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> I feel like this movie was awesome. Really? Yeah, I really liked how Idris Silva's gun, put, he put the bullets in him, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I like that scene a lot. Hey, what are you guys doing in here? Is that Keith? Kyle's here. I'm going to stick my dick in a socket. <laughs> I got confused. I didn't know if I was doing it or not. You know, I could get down like that. I will say this. You didn't do the intro right. <laughs> Welcome to the movie, babies. As you can see, the ship is sinking. We got Too many rats on the goddamn ship. <laughs> How you like me now? Holy fuck. Uh, that caught all of us off guard. <laughs> so this is a kind of a strange episode. Keith and Kyle are joining us past movie babies. There's a reason say. why, but we'll get into that at another time. Secret I'm project. Here, I'm just here for the intro. The actual podcast, we're reviewing The Dark Tower with a different celebrity guest. Uh, just, you got Idris Elba. <laughs> we couldn't book Idris. He's on the set of another season of Luther. But yeah, we got we, a stand-in. We got Jeff Richards from... Richardson. Fuck! You do it. <laughs> we have Jeff Richardson, That's who... Is from another podcast. And Everything is awesome. That's right. I love that podcast. I've heard it 12 times. You can see them at awesomepod.squarespace.com. They have a little happy podcast that Sean and I will be guest starring on. So I have to download a different podcast to hear you two. Dummies. You don't want to do it. We, we went so off the rails. <laughs> his podcast is about positivity, what? about everything being awesome and happy. It's what I think of when I think of you guys. Oh, man. We, Boy, did we, we nosedive his shit. We broke his podcast, possibly. Sorry, Jeff. How can we make it up to you? Well, so hopefully by being on our show. <laughs> Jeff joined us for this episode. We were watching Dark Tower. But before we get to that... And the floor is open. What's you guys it feel like being a legitimate podcasters now where you have podcasters from other cities come to do your show and vice versa? It doesn't count when only other podcasters are down with your shit. That's I mean, just I think a self-relating it's like, it's circle like a, jerk. It's like a playing a concert yeah. and the whole audience is just other musicians. It's like, that's cool, that's cool right? That's cool. All right. I guess so. so. All the other guys from the band. I will say this. Jeff came to Bellingham, came to our house, mm-hmm. brought his studio. This guy's legit. Had microphones. We had you headphones. Got, people don't know this is the shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keith is speaking into a broken iPhone 4 that's balancing precariously on two 15-pound free weights <laughs> on the Here. fucking dirty-ass ground. We really need yeah. a picture of this. Holy fuck. So, yeah, when he saw our operation and how the movie babies like to get he down and like, dirty. He was like, nah, let me yeah. go get my trunk. Yeah, we roll garage band style. Did you guys have fun? Did you hit it off? Is he a podcaster homie? I mean, it was fun, but also longest day of podcasting History. of my life. Yeah. We talked for five to six hours. Not on this one, but on his. On his. On and his then first. did another hour on ours. So that, here's your warning, movie babies. You're exhausted. This episode, what you're about to hear, after like eight hours of podcasting, just delirious. Jeff could not be more high. Jeff is very. He's fully blunted. We call that plateauing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking advantage of the Bellingham weed. Cool. Sean and I are just brain dead. And you have to talk about stupid ass this fucking gunslinger trailer. or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cool, cool, cool. cool. I, I guess we should jump into it. Dark Tower, Keith and. 
Kyle would not be in this episode. I think the audience is thanking their lucky stars right now that they don't have to hear us just jumping over each other to make the same yeah. point. Well, save it for a couple weeks and you'll get your wish. Wait, what? <laughs> That's a little Here's Easter egg. <laughs> Here's the trailer. I do not aim at my head. forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. I do not shoot with my hand. I shoot with my mind. Jake! I do not kill with my gun. Inside job. I don't podcast with my mouth. I podcast with my dick. With the f- <laughs> <laughs> I, that shouldn't have got me so easily. I podcast my dick into your mouth. <laughs> Those who podcast with their mouths has forgotten the face of their father. <laughs> <laughs> that was a natural line. You guys are laughing. That's the actual line. No, but line it sounds good after the dick thing. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got to it. Dark Tower, Stephen King. This is his big one for me because this is the one I've always heard about as being his magnum opus. Mm. Like this is the one he's most passionate about. These books. And now we're finally getting it on the big screen. And Jeff, how does it feel? It feels like a big Rogue One-style hug. It's got some Christopher Nolan. It's got some Shyamalan. It's got some Westworld to it. I'm into it. Yes, got yes. Some Michael Bay. Got some a lot of Transformers. I closed my eyes during Wait, the what? second time we watched this trailer, and I, I, this could have been the trailer for Transformers 5, and I would not have been the wiser. All this, like, well, your world, my world yeah, shit. I Jeff, like, have you not peeped this dealing. latest Transformer trailer. It's pretty, pretty similar stories. It seems like it. I'm pretty sure we even get like a Megatron, but he's made out of wood in this one. Meconatron. <laughs> <laughs> Having read the original books when I was in high school. Oh, we got an expert here. It was so weird. It's like I was already steeped in Stephen King, like horror, Cujo, Shining, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. this was like... This was the funny stuff, like the weird stuff, the stuff that like didn't fit in any of his other books. Yeah, because this is a little more science fiction-y. It's, it's manga. Okay. Like it's, it's so many things. But because he's Stephen King, he's a master at just going, here's the characters I want, here's the story I'm telling, mm-hmm. these are their motivations, and then he kind of just fucks with them and sees what happens. Yeah, he literally fucks them. And sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's not. But I don't think you can judge it against Transformers 5 or its trailer. This was the original. This is from the fucking 90s. This weird fucking story has been aped. It's never been brought to screen. And I believe that. But the problem is they're not releasing it 10, 20 years ago. They're releasing it now. And now we've had five Transformers. <laughs> and now we and now we've had all these Michael Bayisms. So you're saying you don't like the trailer? This is not a 9/11 metaphor. 
The Dark Tower? It's because it came out like in the nineties? It couldn't possibly. I mean it's it's or from nineteen ninety or whatever. Stephen King was in on it from <laughs> he was the in on fucking nineties. Steve. The conspiracy. Uh, we uncovered it. Mm-hmm. Is Stephen King a master of anything? He is a master of my heart. Okay. That he had me at Hello. Sean, have you read oh, no. Stephen King? No, but I've seen a lot of movies based on okay. Stephen King. Well, and that's, that is not the same thing. Yeah, no, and that's, no. the, that's the problem is he is one of those people who's like one of the most popular, highly acclaimed writers. And for some reason, people cannot make his works into a decent flick. Can we name... All of the Stephen King movie adaptations. I mean, I don't. I'm just going to throw them in no particular order. You tell me good or bad. Stand by me. Great, best movie Uh, ever made. I think you won it. Based on the body, great story. Mm. Doesn't have a great ending. Movie's awesome. Perfect. Cujo, which is a vast monstrosity of a blob of a story about a small town, and and the person that makes a movie out of it makes it like a fucking scary monster. Cujo's the dog one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not about the dog. It's about the people. It's about the ah, fucking sure bizarre, it's about that big scary doggy. Anyway, uh, that's what happens. Is it? It's the same way they make Star Trek movies now that aren't about anything. You have to know what Stephen King is writing about and want to bring that to screen. Okay, so all this Pet is telling Cemetery me is got that it we right. cannot answer. We cannot rattle off all the names of the Stephen King. Pet, Pet, Pet Cemetery is good. I mean, it's good when you're like. 12, which is when I watched it and loved it. And then when I watched it again, I'm like, hmm. Okay, so that's a bad. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. That's a short story. Oh, that's his? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and Green Mile, too. Mm-hmm. That one's great. I wasn't a Green Mile super fan, but it was pretty good. You're putting Pet Cemetery above Green Mile? Because for what it is and what it does, it is a horror movie and it is terrifying. You just like scary animals. You like Cujo and you like Pet Cemetery. <sighs> if it has a spooky animal, the what's his name? The big black guy, mm-hmm. Michael Clark Duncan. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm getting better at this. Mm-hmm. Damn, talks to a rat. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Gordy, Gordy sees a deer and Stand by Me. Do you like it more? Oh. Has anyone ever okay, finished it. the <sighs> second half of it? That movie is like eight oh, hours the, long. The, the TV miniseries? Yeah, the one yeah. with... Uh, it's not. That's because it was made for TV. I was so there when it came out, guys. And when it came out, it was the coolest. Because it was like every week you get to go and be like, oh, that was really close to the book. And that was weird, man. But I was old enough to know that sometimes TV makes crap. Mm-hmm. And like a TV miniseries is always going to crap. <laughs> Like, you can't show a cosmic horror that sometimes looks like a giant spider. How are you going to transmit that to television production values? It didn't work out. When adapting a Stephen King book, how close do you stick to the story versus how much do you kind of do your own thing with it and get inspired by it? The best example is The Shining. Kubrick made The Shining not very close to the book. Kind of deliberately not very close to the book. Right? Yes. And that movie is fantastic. I love Kubert's Shining. Mm-hmm. Stephen King was not happy about it. I'm going to make my own TV version. Mm-hmm. And so that one follow is like Stephen King approved, follows the book more, load of crap. Yeah, this Poorly Stephen directed, one is like... Shitty budget, bad CGI. Has a cool headmates. Yeah. That's what Stephen King, like, and most writers, I think, just need to step out of their own way. Even George Lucas. Yeah. You have a great idea, but your idea can only do what it do 
when somebody's doing something with it, let this other guy do it, and like just see what happens. That was like you know? the best stoner wisdom I've ever yeah. heard. Like, just Good. do what you do, man. And then just you fucking do. What then you then do. you drink it, drink a do. Because the reason why I put Pet Cemetery yeah. above, say, Carrie, for example, oh, yeah, another is one. Carrie is a bizarre coming of age story, puberty and menstruation, and like, how do you become an adult? Should I go against my religious programming or whatever? Anyway, you take all that substance. Mm-hmm. And you put it in a horror movie trope kind of situation. It didn't quite work. It wasn't as scary. Like, it was cool. Blood all over and everything. But you go to Pet Cemetery, bad movie, poor production values. But the sound was creepy. The little boy they got to cut Grandpa's ankle with a little knife. Creepy. Little Chucky. Job done. I think that's what a movie has to do. It has to take a little child. It has to take that baby and squeeze that baby and uh-huh. make something beautiful out of that baby. And the writer who wrote the book or whatever, like, is mm-hmm. irrelevant at that point. That brings me then to The Dark Tower. <laughs> Jeff, I, what, I don't know what the noise is. So didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo, yes. Oh, I've done that noise before. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, so you are the one who have read The Dark Tower books. Yes. What are they how, how far does this trailer seem to stray from that story? I could sit here for 10 minutes and try to explain to you how they're different from each other. Could you explain to me how this is not the never-ending story? Because <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> Kid is basically talking to Atreyu. Yeah. Idris Atreyu elbow. This <laughs> stuff is not canon. I'll put it that way. This movie? Right. If, if Dark Tower, the movie mm-hmm. that we just saw the trailer for was Dark Tower Book 1, The Gunslinger, it would be all wrong. Mm. So I think they're pulling bits and pieces, just like a Spider-Man movie. They're pulled bits and pieces from the history. I I have a spoiler for those interested. So if you're about to see Dark Tower, maybe skip ahead a a couple seconds. Wikipedia Internet Movie Database says it's not based on the first book, but it's kind of a sequel to the first book. So basically they're creating their... A new story based off of these previous characters and books. Is the black guy Roland of Gilead? I don't know what that the means, Eddie Jeff. Okay, so in, in the... Uh, I know he's the man with the plan. He's the man with no name. Do I make jokes or do you want, like, actual facts and figures? <laughs> <laughs> oh, busted. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> he's on to the us. The curtain has come down. Do we jokes the or emperor we, has no clothes <laughs> should we do actual facts because i'll tell you this the the main character of the first book is a white man i mean it's pretty clear he's kind mm-hmm. of a young clint eastwood yes uh, he's following or being followed by the man in black who is this guy known as randall flag in another book and oh, yeah, he's in the stand right and he's played in this by Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Want to get into that. But the point is, Roland is nowhere to be found if, if we're looking through the lens of the old book. Okay, so but, Roland is the main character of the first book mm-hmm. who is not the man in black. Right. And who is not the little boy. Right. Got it. I have no idea who the little boy is, hence the things you're talking yeah, about. I don't want this boy in it. This is what people were hyped about, like another Lion the Witch in the wardrobe story of a boy going to an alternate world. Kid in King Arthur's Court situation. We've seen this trope so much, 
why is this kid in this movie? What's so great about this kid? What's so great about this kid? What is he gonna help the man in black do? I took notes. Oh, so read your well, notes. No. Okay. All right. Make sure they're funny though. Well, number one, uh, I'm calling him Matt Mickey to save time. He is dude from Dallas Buyers Club. If his body was stolen and had been possessed by Matt Mickey from the Lincoln commercials, I said that kid is amazing. He's yes. a new Brad Pitt. You make a movie around him. You change all the scenes and like the bullshit. You throw out everything good Stephen King did. Mm -hmm. If you find the next great kid actor and like build a movie around him and use some of the shit, yeah. whatever. I'm cool with it. You and that black dude, Idris Elba, can yeah. sell me anything. I'll buy the shoes, I'll get the perfume, put them on screen, watch him work. I think the two of them together, it's beautiful, it's touching. I think he should adopt the kid at the end of the movie. Audience, if you didn't think Jeff was high before, let me uh, <laughs> let you know that he is using a notebook uh, landscape style and not portrait <laughs> style, and it's freaking me the fuck out. Yeah, the, that's the strangest thing. You've How done can so you far. take notes like that? It's because I'm left-handed. Oh my god! I am left-handed. You're freaking You're me out. You're from the other world. Mm -hmm. You're from the Dark Tower You're world. You're from the 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 Stranger also, Things world. Apparently, you think this is a great kid actor. I don't know if I've ever disagreed so hard with a guest before, Jeff. We were just on your, with a little background, we were just on your podcast, I felt like we were all becoming friends, and now... And <laughs> now I did shit in the movie. Now in the movie babies podcast, it's like the truth is coming out. Mm -hmm. You were the devil in disguise the whole time, and the dark tower is crumbling down. Can I just tell you everything I loved about this? Yeah, Go yeah. For it. Go I for understand. It. I tell get. Us. I get. There's a little, you know, stuff blows up or whatever, but tonally, yes. thematically, this is the Dark Tower. It may be a little like a, why I said hug from Rogue One. It, like mm -hmm. a little chemically, digitally, like prettified in a way that things just weren't. In the 90s. A little too clean, a little too polished. Shit was gritty, shit was half-assed. Should be a like, western, yeah. The 90s was a time where, like, just fucking get a job, shut up, go play in your shitty band on the weekend. Like, no frills. Well, it's 2017, and kids that are 12 and 15 now watching this, they're going to have a similar experience to whatever, whatever it is in this generation that feels left out and isolated and uninvolved in their community without a cause to rally around. This kid and this hunter guy, mm -hmm. whatever his name is, whether it's Eddie Dean or Roland or someone else. Uh, Optimus Prime, I think. <laughs> whatever happens to Prime. Optimus Prime, I know that this film is about something. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe it will turn out to be kind of like a Logan or like a lone wolf and cub mm -hmm. situation where the two of them are endearing together and maybe the kid humanizes him a little bit. Well, they are from two different worlds. Yeah, and you kind of get the fish out of water thing with the kid having to explain, is there guns in your world? Are there bullets? And the kid goes, oh, you're going to love Earth. It's This is just Encino Man. You're throwing a lot of movies and at us, And Idris Elba is... The Encino Man. And he's got to tell him to not wheeze the juice. They're mm -hmm. going to go to try to wheeze the juice. I can see it coming a mile away. Would it have been better if it was Drop Dead Fred? And 
uh, Man in Black is just this crazy char- character that's kids imagining and having to control, and Drop Dead Man in Black keeps DDF. going bonkers and keeps like killing everyone, and the kid has to keep covering it up. Fred, um, you gotta quit drop deading everybody. <laughs> <laughs> drop kicking everyone. Uh, my question is, my legitimate question is this: Yeah, is the kid being accused of making up this whole universe by the psychiatrist at the beginning of the Seems movie? Seems like it. Yeah, he's like, you gotta stop drawing these pictures of the Dark Tower and the Gunslinger and the Man in Black and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And then there's a little rumble, and it's like, ooh, that was kind of weird. You're disrupting the this actual real world that exists and is crumbling because this tower is falling apart. I don't understand the tower. The tower's where girl from Never in the Story lives. Right, exactly. Is it a meta thing? Did the kid write the story and therefore create oh. this universe? Is he Stephen King? Yeah, is he Little King? Is he Little is Stevie he King? Stevie Prince? No. Well, no answers from Jeff. The, the kid does not exist in the books as I knew them. There were only there were almost no characters in this. This is why it's so strange that it's taken so long to come to screen. Because there was almost no characters. There was Roland of Gilead, who was maybe the black dude. Mm-hmm. There was Eddie Dean, who was actually black. There was this other woman who was uh, paraplegic. Who uh, and those were it. It was just the three oh, of them. Interesting. And the man in black, they were always coming across his bad doings, but they never actually Ran caught into up to him. him. And so it was a lot of just really weird. It was kind of like Pink Floyd, The Wall. You know, it's really like psychedelic. And I think um, transferring that to screen in anything but a cartoon, I think, is possibly doomed to failure. Listeners, if you didn't think Jeff was high before, he just name-checked Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> in an argument about... I heard if you play that album while listening to a Movie Baby uh, podcast, mm-hmm. you, you get transferred to the Land of Oz. My question is, how does this Matthew McConaughey character exist in all these other Stephen King books? He's the same guy in a bunch of different books? He's essentially like a, a, a force of evil, like how some stories have the Grim Reaper is like a guy doing a job. Mm. It's kind of like that. Okay. He's this timeless, immortal, evil guy. So he's really in all, like, if I go read It, this guy will be in There's it? There's just occasional, like, glimpses or, like, hints. Mm-hmm. His name's Flag or Randall Flag or Randall or the Man in Black, like. But it's not every book, and it's not obvious. But Stephen King is a maestro of shared universes amongst his literature. He invented the shared universe. Is that maybe? But it's more like he just like throws little bones to himself along the way to keep things interesting. Okay. So he's not having like Iron Man show up in Dark Tower and be like, "Hey, let me go do this training montage real fast." The thing these movies have made studios do in response is to take something beautiful and profound and immense like the Lord of the Rings and say, that's going to be three or four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it could be 16. It could be two. Like, pick a fucking number and make as many movies as it takes. Like, it doesn't have to be a universe where everything is brought in. The Hobbit is 20 pages long. Like, it should be... I don't know, 90 minutes? Mm, Not no, it should six be days? three movies. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. From my understanding, there's like, what, seven of these Dark Tower books. 
you have, like you said, the success of, like, a Lord of the Rings. You have, like, Harry Potter, where they adapted every book, sometimes twice, mm. splitting them up into part one, part two. You have Hunger Games. If you have access to Stephen King's Dark Tower, and there's, like, seven books, why do you just not take book one... And make that, book one. And make book one. I think that's where they're going to fuck this up, and I don't... I'm calling it now. We're not going to get any more of these movies. Exactly. And by taking this chance of, like, oh, we're going to create our own new story... You just fucked your 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 hardcore fans, and your, your common dabblers are going to be like, I don't know what the fuck I just watched. Exactly. It's going to be Valerian See, that's, Syndrome. that's crazy that you guys said that, because mm-hmm. I saw... Real artistry and like panache or whatever in the movie itself, not the trailer. You guys are the trailer experts, but like wait in this I, this movie isn't out, dude. I saw mm-hmm. something in the shots in the and the composition <laughs> and the like emoting of the characters. It just felt like a real movie. Uh-huh. Now, will it be the proper vehicle for the Dark Tower? Probably not. That's why I think yeah. it should be a cartoon. Or it should get the shining treatment and be just thrown up and see where the pieces land. It should just be vomit in an elevator spilling out. <laughs> it hits everybody in the face equally. Red um, rum, bitches. I mean, you you are correct. It does look like a movie because it is kind of taking all of these popular movies we've seen, like, like Chris Nolan or like a Michael Bay, and kind of like yanking all these styles for it. And that's kind of the problem. It doesn't feel it's original. It's its own thing. And the parts that do feel, like, original and feel, like, really interesting, I'm assuming are from the books, like, where he's I was going to say the writing. Yeah, where he's doing, like, the poem, and he's talking about his hand, and, mm-hmm. like, he, he doesn't kill with his gun. He kills with his heart. Mm-hmm. And you have that great shot of him shooting a guy from, like, the distance, and there's, like, silence. That looks Awesome. I want that movie. I want more of the scenes of McConaughey doing his weird, like, hands-up thing, freezing the glass. That shot. Yeah. Me up every time. <laughs> I did. What is he doing? I, okay, so here's something I liked about it. I liked the clear sense that realities were different. There was no, like, weird ambiguity. Mm-hmm. It was, you're in this shitty place, now you're in the sunny desert it had a lot of locations it had a lot of different things it could be doing but i felt the through line of the story the whole time and it looked cool dude at one point i felt like is this incredibly loud and incredibly close or whatever like 9 11 y you know uh-huh. you're talking about yeah i know that book yeah, yeah I know um, man i loved it you loved it you I love like That's in the same easy. way I loved Rogue One. I don't think Rogue One is anywhere close to a Force Awakens. Or you don't want to open the Which is back. probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Rogue One's okay. It was a lot of fun and it was really cool and it wouldn't sour me on an entire franchise. If Dark Tower is Rogue One, I'm into it. Well, with that said, <laughs> we can't say more because then there will be a fight. We'll have our own Rogue One battle. Should we rate this trailer? You're gonna like Earth a lot. We're gonna. I feel like we have a, we have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Let's just get to the brass tacks. Let's rate this trailer. Jeff, do you know our rating system? I'm somewhat familiar, sir. Do you want to break it down for the listeners? Okay, so if if it's really a stinker, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. this trailer has made me not want to see this movie, 
I love robots. I love robots. In the event that there's something about the trailer that you kind of want to see the movie or like, you, but you just think it needs a little something more, a little, mm -hmm. a little tweak, a little extra, that's In Space with Zombies. In Space. In Space with Zombies. And if you like it a lot, it's like a lot. So you cool if I scream, like a lot. You just Jedi mind tricked that whole thing. That mm -hmm. was perfect. So with that said, Jeff, what would you rate the trailer for Dark Tower? Like a lot. I'm not sure if he really loves it or is he on the fence about it. It seems like true love at first sight. <laughs> um, Jeff, you're the light for the Dark Tower. Like at the end, they're gonna they're gonna be like, we need we need the light source to light up this tower. It's the only way we can save it. Oh, I'll have this torch. No, no, we need something brighter. And then it'll just be Jeff. Kind of in the corner there, yeah. Um, is that what this movie is going to be about? About decorating lights on the <laughs> on the dark tower? And that's how we got the first Christmas. Yeah, first Christmas. <laughs> Idris Elba's heart grew seven times the size that day. Oh, he kills with his heart. He's, that's yeah. a mass murder. Yeah, his heart. Every time he kills, his heart gets bigger and bigger. And it's actually like a medical problem. He's got to stop killing people or his heart's going to explode. But he's the gunslinger. He has to kill people. People keep fucking with him. Yeah. Well, and his name is Gunslinger, so it's in the title. Fuck. Stephen King, holler at me. I got this. You deserve a break. Yeah. You uh, Have you had your break today? Sean, mm -hmm. what do you rate this trailer? I love Robot. The reason why we hit that slope so hard is because... This trailer sucks, <laughs> and this movie looks really shitty. So, did you have any redeeming scenes? No, no. I think it's very silly when he gets the bullets in his gun in bullet time. That CGI that's scene, yeah. The Matrix. Uh, I think it's. Um, How are you guys gonna? I'm sorry. The I'm sorry. tower is from those Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings movies. The gunslingers from you, you name it, the kid from the Never Ending Story, the Michael Bay bullshit production design, the weird green tint, the Christopher Nolan might as well have like popped up like in a little cameo, being like, "Hey guys," <laughs> the movie seems to have no original idea. It seems like hey Joe, hey Joe. Um, it seems like a five. You gotta say, "Hey Joe," or you're gonna jinx that. Hey Joe. <laughs> um, it seems like the like meta thing of like the kid at the beginning, like being accused of like creating this universe, like mm -hmm. is literally how this movie would like. Did Stephen King write this when he was a child? And like he's like, and then dinosaurs, and then yeah. spacemen. Is this like, like a Finding Neverland? The author's like yeah, backstory of yeah. how he created Peter Pan, how he yeah, created. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what? We don't give a fuck because this is this is very convoluted, silly bullshit. Take your pick. What movie? The Wall of Drawings is from like every odd kid movie ever. I am Sam, anyone? <laughs> I don't like this because it, it sucks, is my answer. You should have stopped there, yeah, huh? Yeah, I guess I didn't need to go any further. I always love episodes where we have a hard left and we have a hard right. Yeah, and where are you going to pussy out? Somewhere right in the middle. Right down in the middle, in space with zombies. Mm -hmm. What's it need? It needs to get rid of everything you said, Sean. Okay. Get rid of <laughs> the Transformer the stuff. Get rid of this, like, screenwriters thinking they 
know how to write better than Stephen King. Mm -hmm. Some of the screenwriters' credits are The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I mean, I don't need to go on from there. Yeah. That was the movie no one liked, right? Yeah. That was the one no one liked. Because it was bad writing. Because every time Jamie Foxx was on screen, the score went, Electro, Electro, Electro's in this scene. You remember that? Yeah, Fucking Hans Zimmer score where he just like had people verbalize what character was on the screen. Fuck that fucking movie. Jesus so, Christ. All of that stuff kind of soured me on this movie I've been so excited about. Mm. But then, Jeff, I walk over to your side. Well, I like this gunslinger character. Like, I like Ibris. Oh, oh boy. Uh, come on. I'm. Uh, You're on your own here. <laughs> You're just gonna leave him hanging? I like Idris Elba. I like Elba. Mm-hmm. Jessica Alba. <laughs> as the man in black, as Idris the gunslinger. I would watch that movie. I really like him. We never got to it. Not a huge fan of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But in this role or just in general? Uh, I, 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 he's a little one note for me, I think. Or a little, a little try hard. I guess for me, mm-hmm. uh, the, let's not give it. Let's not open that can. Of let's let, let's just at some point watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre beginnings. I think or which one is he in? Uh, Next Generation. I mm-hmm. think it is he, that he may redeem himself in your eyes. Okay, <laughs> I bet you he is capable. I I like him in some stuff, but that's the thing. An actor that you like in some stuff is an actor that can be directed. Mm-hmm. And if you have a good director who's good See, with actors, but yeah. did, did, does this movie, does this trailer not look like Matthew McConaughey was like told by the director, "You won an Academy Award, you get to do this however you want," and that's why he's going like, "Ee, I'm Matthew McConaughey." <laughs> that must be why I thought he seemed like Dallas Players Club mm-hmm. Matt Mickey, possessed by Lincoln Car Commercial Matt Mickey. There you go. You keep saying these names, and I don't. You're not know getting it. What they Matthew mean. McConaughey, Matt Mickey, Kaiser Soze, Kevin Spacey. Nothing. Is, is this like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing you're doing? Oh my God, it's too late to be doing an episode tonight, but we doing it. Can we? We can't stop before I say busted up Zeppelins or whatever that was. That amusement park thing that he. Mm-hmm. Always cool. Always. Alright. I like the poems. <laughs> you like poetry. I like the poems the cowboy does. Mm-hmm. I want it to be more western. You want it to be more wild, wild west? Jim yeah. West, Desperado? I just remembered why they didn't put out Dark Tower Book One, The Gunslinger. Because all that happens in that book is Roland follows behind the man in black has sex with a prostitute, and then murders an entire town. Oh. <laughs> well, see, that movie... That sounds like a great movie. That's, that's probably amazing. why that's not the first movie that they're going to do. We talked about the trailer. Mm-hmm. Check. We rated the trailer. Check. It's time to we... rap about the Dark Tower. Jeff, you're a rapper? Yeah, I dabble. Okay, sometimes. good, good. This is about to be a battle, because it's, it's middle of the road versus like a lot. In a, in a fucking freestyle, not competition, party. A freestyle celebration, if you will. You notice how Sean never... Someone's got a beatbox. Do you want to be... You're the, the puppet master. Yeah. 
do you want to be the black cowboy gunslinger and I'll be like the narrator or whatever? No, I want to be the little boy. I'm just going to follow you around. And I'll be the role. together my teacher wait, wait hold on jeff jeff hold that thought put that wrap in your pocket wrap up that wrap and then when he does the beat i want you to open up that present all right ready yeah take two remix dark tower jeff i was getting hassled by my teacher in history class so I ran off into the attic of the library Like that other movie that this one has totally got nothing in common with That is the never-ending story This one, if anything, would be more like never-ending story too But it's awesome And I'm a smart kid And I got this black dude that's Brad And his name is Yo, 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 yo I guess I'm the character that is Albus He is the one with the gunslinger He has a bullet in his his gun. And his gun. <laughs> he doesn't shoot with his hand. He shoots with his diaphragm. I nope. love you, black cowboy man. You're making this world a better place, and that's cool. And now we're on the sand. They go through a different world. He likes to have his ice cream. Oh. <laughs> girls. Wait. Jeff, girls. Jeff, wait for me. Wait for like you. Uh, 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 uh. He likes to go to different worlds. Every there he sees some girls. He likes to pull out his gun. Then he likes to make them come. There we go. And that. The gun was his dick. <laughs> that was Dark Tower. And that was the episode. Holy fuck. Wow, what a journey. I mean, in-depth discussing the Stephen King cult classic book series turned mega hit film that we're all very excited for. That was the Dark Tower, people. Hey, am I am I Roland? I'm the man in white, and Yo, I say to you... I shoot with my dick. My hand is all your... over yours. <laughs> you don't run away from me, motherfucker. My heart is my gun, and welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> yeah, my dad's gonna be pissed when you fucking come onto my lawn. What's your world like? Do they have guns there? <laughs> is there a clown? There's a clown in this movie, right? It's welcome to Pennywise. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was fun. That was Christine. That was... Uh, that was, that was the, the green mile. <laughs> That's, I'm John Coffee. It's I'm, not spelled like the drink. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Did it's you? always fun to revisit Stephen King's big pile of fucking bullshit. Fuckery. Uh, is that a fuckery? or a fucker row. row. Yeah. <laughs>
It's a little bit of drum catcher shit for you, babe. That's more that's more Stephen King for you. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks hanging for out. If you can't tell this is Keith and Kyle, we did not do this podcast no, at all. We have hijacked the show. Uh, this is pirate radio style, baby. Gorilla radio? Turn that shit up. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for checking out uh, Movie Babies. Yeah, you uh, can find us on our podcast. I don't think it's got a name. Uh, I had a name. Boner Boys. Boner Boys, <laughs> where we discuss everything having to do with our boners, or lack thereof. How's your boner doing these days? Bad. Yeah, mine too. Uh, you can also find us on our... Fuck, I had a name for this. Lost what, film? What was that? What was that? What was that movie? Was that it? I don't know. Anyways. Our keep, podcast is going to kick ass. Yeah, it's still in the works, coming down the poop shoot. Yep. Um, <laughs> where Keith and I discuss movies that were at one point very popular that now Nobody have remembers. kind of gone off the radar. Yep. So we talk about what, uh, what we remember about it, and then we watch it, and then we talk about how much it sucked ass. And then we talk about why it's not remembered anymore. There isn't a name. We don't remember the name, so... I think it's going to be called Boner Boys. Yeah, it might just be Boner Boys. How's well, your boner doing these days, Devin? Want to um, jump in here? How's sky, your boner? Sky high. Whoa! Get off the podcast. Showing us up. Boot it off. Um, so, yeah, thank you for tuning in to Movie Babies. Because when you don't have time to watch a three-minute trailer... And you do, so to watch the trailer... <laughs> <laughs> That's the Movie Babies. Movie Babies. Holy fuck. <laughs>